Well, this is awkward. I'm here, but uh, Russell isn't answering the video call. Maybe he forgot we scheduled this and he's not at his computer. I'll, uh, I'll try his cell. Hello? Hey, yo. Where you at? Dude, they're freaking yanking us around over here. I was supposed to be off this morning, but now we got to do a whole bunch of last-minute shit before we leave. Dude. I thought this work trip shit was supposed to be over. I know, me too. And they're all like, oh, yeah, you gotta blah, 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 before we cut you loose. It's all this, like, hurry up and wait shit. Oh, fuck that, dude. If we don't record today, we're gonna have to skip a week. Plus, what's-his-face is already on the way over, and this is the only day he can do it. Well, yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, this should be the last of it. I mean, the work trip should be over by next episode. Right, just, like, get some clown to fill in for me. Oh, yep, yep. All right, I gotta go. Okay, yeah, uh, love you, bye. <laughs> Hey, uh, what are you doing right now? Going to that wing place in West LA, gonna do the hot wing challenge. A, it's 9.30 in the morning, and B, you hate hot wings. Yes, but if you do it, you get free hot wings for a year. And a free t-shirt. Fuck that, do it tomorrow, I need you to fill in for JP. Again? Uh, yeah, he asked for you specifically. <sighs> Fine, I'll be there in 20. Uh, you've got until the end of the theme song. What? Hi, I'm JP. And I'm Adam. I've never seen Lost. I have. I'm told that it's good. I liked it. I'm told that it made sense. Sort of. But we're watching it out of order. So it definitely won't make sense. But it might still be good. Since we won't expect it to make sense, we'll still be able to appreciate each episode on its own merits as a one-hour story. Sometimes two or three. As opposed to just a fraction of an ongoing, sprawling, and increasingly complex tangle of relationships, personal stories, mysteries, mythologies, experiments, social dynamics, unnatural disasters, unanswered questions, and hot tropical hookups. Are you okay? I'm not sure. Because you lost me a little bit there at the end. Good, because I've been lost since the beginning. We're, We're lost, lost on Lost. Welcome, everybody, to Lost on Lost. I'm Adam Busher, and I'm joined once again by some clown, Carter Wadle. Hey, I'm some clown. So, Carter, this is your second tour as guest host. How are you feeling? I'm wondering why JP needs so much milk and cigarettes is, <laughs> is honestly the truth, but, but I'm happy to be back, happy to, you know, step in and cover when... Uh, when he drops the ball, I'm here to pick it up. Certainly, certainly, certainly. Uh, how's your lost been do been doing? I've watched my kind of like your Duolingo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've watched my third episode since 2005, so you know, <laughs> doing great. Excellent. Well, I'm happy to have you here, and uh, thank you again for uh, for filling in for old John Paul Russell. Oh, of course. Uh, today we're talking about the greater good, the 21st episode of season one and the 21st episode of Lost Overall. Our centric character is everyone's favorite lovesick human intelligence asset, Saeed Jarrah. The greater good takes place on the 42nd day after the crash of Oceanic Flight 815. Uh, Carter. Yeah. Got a recap for us? I do got a recap for us, thanks to Hulu. Hit it. According to Hulu, Saeed engages Locke to uncover the truth about Boone's death. In flashbacks... We see the events that landed Saeed on the plane and how his faith and loyalty were put to the test. Compelling. Oh, yes. <laughs> We've got a very special guest this week with us. A very special guest. Very special. Excellent. What makes this guest so special? This is his first time ever on here. Oh, very cool. Uh, Lost on Lost fans, uh, lolheads, please welcome to the show, Nick Thorson. Yay. Hey, everybody. 
my first time. I'm hoping I can uh, bring some extra insight to this yeah. very fun podcast. Yeah. I mean, you're you're a pretty sharp guy. You're involved in television and media and all that stuff. Oh, well, thank you. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah. I work in, in the biz, as they say, as a... You know, production manager and line producer. Yeah, you've been working in television for 12 years? I've been in L.A. for 15 years. I'm about to hit my 15-year anniversary. Yeah. Been a trip. Yeah, I'm sure. What's uh, What's been your favorite thing that you've worked on since, uh, since you've been out here? Oh, wow. Well, lately I've been doing a lot of pro wrestling shows mm. that mm-hmm. I'm shooting, editing, and, and kind of producing like backstage sure. footage, promo material for, for wrestling shows. There's no money in professional wrestling unless you, uh, uh, you're you're working for you know top tier companies. One. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, the one big one that everybody knows, and then maybe one of the secondary ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, it ain't exactly a living, but I've really been enjoying it. That's awesome. Live in the dream adjacent is what I call LTDA. <laughs> Perfect. Um, what's your history? with the ABC television program Lost. Have you seen well, it before? Did you watch it? So I did watch it. And interestingly enough, what we're talking about right now is about the time where I was watching Lost partially out of order. The first time that I watched it. Because oh, really? at the time I was in college. Mm-hmm. So The Greater Good aired on my 20th birthday. Oh, shit. And my roommate... Shout out to Cody Stotts. Big up, Cody. Yeah. He was like, you got to watch this show Lost. And we were getting the DVDs through the, through the mail of Netflix. Netflix yeah, you back know? when it was just discs. And, mail, so, yeah. and so he had he had the first season. And I think, you know, I was like trying to catch up as the third season started airing. Okay. And so by the time I'm halfway through the first season, the third season started airing. And so I'm jumping into the third season, not having finished the first two seasons, but frantically trying to catch up <laughs> while Cody is explaining to me what is happening in the third season. Awesome. I guess probably a few episodes into the third season, I I, I did complete it as it aired. But then you're going to be just fine on here because that's basically exactly how this works. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cool, cool. Uh, well, that's Nick Thorson. We're happy to have him. Uh, you guys want to talk about Lost? Sure. All right. The Greater Good originally aired on May 4th, 2005. It was written by Leonard Dick and directed by David Grossman. Leonard Dick was a producer on Lost for the first two seasons. This is his only solo script, but he did share scripts with both Stephen Maida and uh, Javier Guillaume Marks Watch. He left Lost to work on House and later also became a co-executive producer on The Good Wife. This is David Grossman's only episode of Lost, but he seems to work pretty regularly, having done episodes of Why Women Kill, Dead Like Me, 911, Revenge, and CSI. What is up with American television? Anyway, uh, so yeah, so let's talk about it. The greater good. Hulu uh, messed with me a little bit because I always skip the recap. I hit skip recap. It didn't skip the whole recap. So like I had like about 10 seconds of the recap still. And so like it opened with this like part of a montage from the previous episode, just like Saeed and Shannon walking up the beach to like some sweet music and stuff like that. Um, And I was like, this is such an odd way to open an episode and then like it ended that i was like okay okay the episode opens proper in the caves shannon is observing boone's dead body hilarious yeah (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) i actually think that like the previous episode 
was actually one that I've never seen before. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, you're going to go back to episode two of Lost on Lost because the episode <laughs> in which Boone dies is the first episode we did after the oh, really? <laughs> So that's why I'm laughing at Boone being dead because this is episode 52 of Lost on Lost. And for us, he's been dead for 51 episodes. We're getting back to it. Yeah. <laughs> and we've seen Shannon die about nine times uh, also at this point too. So sh- both Shannon and Boone are dead for us here on Lost on Lost, dead to us. Show of hands, do you think that where Saeed and Shannon were coming from that they had, they had, they had made love to each other on each other. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I think, I think that in this era of network television, we're still just hinting that characters are doing the deed. Sure, there's an episode, and I don't remember which one it is, but it's pretty explicit that Sh- Shannon and Saeed doinked. But I think it's later than this one. I want to say it's much yeah. closer to Shannon's actual death. Oh, no. And that that's why, especially when this picks up, my brain went, yeah, they were walking along the beach like they were a couple. But now I'm seeing her crying over God knows who and and him longingly look at. So them. you don't understand the relationship between Shannon and Boone at all? No. Okay, perfect. Well, I mean, by the end of the episode, sure. I do. Yeah, but yeah. but to at this point, no, I'm like, oh. Okay. I yeah, I was just curious because, like, yeah, I saw this the two of them, and I I was thinking back to myself because I don't I don't know if they showed the two of them fucking in the last episode. A lot happened in that episode. Uh, Boone died. The baby was born, and then that was also the same day as Shannon and Saeed's first date. I think. Um, and I was just I was thinking to myself, did you guys get the vibe that they fucked on the first date? Because looking at that thing, I was thinking to myself, I was like. Maybe they just made out a little bit, a little bit over the clothes stuff, and then just uh, came back. Like, you know. They're trapped on an island. They've got a lot of time for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did the deal. You think they, you think they went uh, for it? A hundred percent. Like, kind of no time to waste? It's like. Yeah, I mean, I just think, I just think you follow those kind of clues. I don't think that a former interrogator needs to wait till the third date uh, in his mind. You <laughs> sure, know? Sure. Like, I'm sure he's just ready to go. Yeah. But yeah, so like they're staring at Boone's dead body. Um, Ian Summerhalder did get credited for playing Boone's corpse. Um, I'm sure he got paid for the day, um, which is pretty cool. Uh, but he was the first main character to die. He was the first person to die on Lost on Lost, save for all the people that died in the no, yeah, Actual I mean, I mean <laughs> that's a given. Save for the 240 people that were probably on that plane and died and the 40 that survived. The guy that gets sucked into the jet yeah, that in guy. the pilot? Yeah, 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 yeah. he died. Yeah, he, he died yeah, there. He, he didn't make it. But yeah, so like we just kind of like look at Saeed looking at Shannon looking at Boone. She's obviously distraught uh, or not obviously if you're Carter because well, who are these people? <laughs> uh, but we cut to a flashback. Saeed is in cuffs and he's being escorted through Heathrow Airport by two armed military personnel. My first thought was, wow, we were flagrant with racial profiling in 2005, weren't we? In an airport, Middle Eastern guy being dragged through. What did he do? Saeed is being held by both the SIS and the CIA. They said they've taken him into this little room, this back room at the airport. This must happen all the time. They want him to infiltrate a terrorist cell. Now, at first, this all seems very, very racist. Yes. <laughs> and uh, it sort of continues to remain racist throughout, but becomes less so as she explains why they picked him specifically. They have a little bit of information about his long lost love, Noor uh, Azim. Also known as Nadia, because nobody calls her Noor. Uh, but this, so this is why they this is why they rung him up specifically. Why why they grabbed uh, grabbed him? 
they lay out this like, oh, you're moving from place to place. You know, there's only one reason or there's only two reasons why somebody does that. You know, they're running away from someone or looking for something to solve. I don't remember anything about Nadia either <laughs> yeah. of this of this whole show. Like, I'm not sure how big of a deal she was to Saeed through the rest of the show. But like, I remember scenes of him torturing people. Mm-hmm. I don't remember Nadia one bit. Nadia appeared in eight episodes she was a fairly big part of saeed's all of his stuff she appears in one episode where saeed's tor- like i think i think it's the first episode where like he becomes a torturer like i think he kind of cuts his teeth torturing her oh, classic love story <laughs> so, like, <laughs> little meet classic cute. meet cute <laughs> We were there together at the uh, American occupied uh, Iraqi base. And I had I the just, car battery strapped to her nipples. Yeah, she just, she just, I, I saw that twinkle in her eye as she begged me not to f- find her family. Oh. And it, it was just, you know, it was a story written in the stars. Um, <laughs> this whole thing is really fucked for me. Like, I don't know how you guys, but like, I was sitting watching this and I was like, man. Like yeah, hindsight and all that, but like this, this is this is fucking lame. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. the one thing that I did like was the illustration of no, the CIA is gonna hold shit over you because this was very much a time of USA, USA, yeah. rah rah yeah, bullshit yeah. that they could have gone. Oh, the CIA would never, <laughs> never threaten your loved ones to try and get you to do what they want. Yeah, this is what three and a half years post 9/11. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a it's a very specific mentality yeah. mm-hmm. that and, we're dealing with. The, this and this episode itself is kind of an interesting time capsule about like thoughts about the time period and like what media was like then. Racism, terrorism, all fine. They definitely did not want to show as you put it the doinking <laughs> in the previous episode. <laughs> That's too much for the American people. Later on, we get some very tasteful implied broadcast television nudity when Elizabeth Mitchell makes her way to town, which is which is just fine. Also, when Kate doinks that sexy Cajun. Sexy Cajun? I don't know his name anymore. Long hair. Saeed? Sawyer. Saeed's not Cajun. No. I thought, oh, I... But Kate also doesn't doink Saeed. I thought you were making a joke like Cajun, like they were in the cages. I'm going to give me some of that Cajun love. <laughs> I oh, mean, they mom. are in cages when they do it, but... Does Sawyer that's... sound like Gambit to you? A little bit. All, mon chéri. Yeah. All of my notes have him as sexy Cajun. The 2003 Chevy Challenger comes with the 4.4 liter power train, baby. <laughs> I don't know if that's Monami. I don't know if that's a Cajun accent at all, but whatever. Yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> okay, so the terrorist cell is in Sydney, and so they're gonna go to Sydney and have Saeed infiltrate this terrorist cell. Finding out, oh, he was a part of the Iraqi Republican yeah, Guard. I'm like, oh, that makes more sense as opposed to just. How's this random dude going to successfully infiltrate a terror cell? We, the SIS and the CIA, are very lucky that not only does his ex-girlfriend have travel in terrorist circles, but also his former roommate potentially travel in terrorist circles. But then he also wasn't like a painter decorator. Yeah. (laughs) Back in the University of Cairo. Two good looking men. I'm sure uh, they were killing it over at the the U of C. (laughs) 
<laughs> exactly. Uh, we come back to the jungle. Kate is tailing somebody. And lo and behold, Jack does wander out of the rainy foliage. Like a madman. Just drenched, pale. Looking gross. Yeah. Just straight up gross, yeah, honestly. Yeah, just like slimy. Like, yeah. really. Like, you would never believe, yeah. based on the first couple minutes of this episode, that he's supposed to be like the big hero. <laughs> Yeah, and well, and she's immediately just like, you need to rest, you need to sleep. And I was like, yeah, definitely that. I don't know what's going on, but I can tell that. Yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah, sure. Yeah, for Kate sure. is right. He uh, He's looking for Locke. He's mad that Locke lied to him about Boone's injury. Kate is like, you got to go back. And then like. Then they go back. that's it. I, I'm thinking back and I was like, oh, this was like really nothing scene. We didn't really have to talk about that too much. <laughs> but it does cut directly it, it cut, yeah, to the barrier. Yeah, it cuts uh, continuous to the beach, uh, to Boone's it, funeral. It's funny that like when Kate wants to go back, then they get to go back. But when Jack wants to go back, she's like, absolutely not. <laughs> oh, I did like next though that Saeed is the one who steps up and is like, oh, I, yeah. I can give a good eulogy. I, uh, I've got this the is- skill set. This is the worst funeral I've ever seen. I was just about to say, I have either, I, we've all been to a, at least yeah. one funeral in our yeah. lives. Um, this is, yeah, this has got to be the worst funeral that I've ever seen in my whole life. Like, not only, like, the awkwardness of, like, hey, who's going to give the eulogy? Shannon, you knew him best. No. She just starts crying. Hey, dude, who's boinking Shannon? What yeah. about you? <laughs> we're, and we're he starts about- out like, I didn't know Boone well, but, and I was like, are you going to say I was doinking his sister <laughs> as he was slowly drifting to the dark blackness of death? Uh, yeah. And then this is actually the one thing that I looked up because I was so thrown by his eulogy because he's like, hey, uh, this other person, remember like day six, she died and he jumped in the water to save her. Yeah. And I was like. Who is this? Is is he saying talking about somebody that I should remember? Absolutely not. No. This character is never ever seen. I don't even think you really see her all that well when she dies. I think she's just like an arm out in the ocean. <laughs> Oh, they, uh, yeah. I like was trying in the to f- episode that they're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Boone isn't even the first person to die post plane crash. I mean, they kill Edward Mars and then Joanna drowns. And then like, so he just has the honor of being the first person to die after the plane crash that we care about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not even the first burial. Because I was going to say they didn't get to bury Joanna because she drowned and they never recovered the body. But they buried Edward Mars somewhere. Mm-hmm. So not even their first burial, not their first funeral, whatever. Is it? I guess their first hot person to die so their first cw burials what does that mean cw casts are young and gorgeous and he's a young gorgeous death yeah yeah they do talk about how brave he was and i guess you know you're not supposed to speak ill of the dead but like they would have more material to pull from if people were willing to talk about how much of an idiot he was oh yeah (laughs) i uh, it's weird how um they seem to confuse bravery with like just being like an idiot with a death wish (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right, just like yeah. stupidly doing dangerous things that right. were unnecessary. Uh, so yeah, so they give like a say it gives like an okay eulogy. It, it's better than like no eulogy, you know. Yeah. But then <laughs> JP's sweet baby John Locke rolls in immediately. Yeah. John John Locke from like drenched in blood, drenched in blood, <laughs> Boone's blood. For, yeah, and, and like he doesn't like step up and go like, hey guys. This uh, this was my fault. He shouts from twenty five feet away. Yep. It's me. I did it. Sorry, my y'all. Bad. My bad. <laughs> my bad. Really should have thought about that one a little bit clearer, I guess. But uh, my leg hurt. 
at the time. At least from the start, it sounds like Jack's been tracking, trying to track him for like a day or two. You didn't have time to throw your shirt in a creek and yeah. get the blood off of that? Cause... No, it was minutes. He was tracking him for minutes. So yeah, the show made it seem like he was tracking him for like a lot longer, but it was like oh, okay. not that long. That, the, <laughs> like an hour I'm, at the right, most. Yeah. Right. Then I'm better on that. Yeah. He's out, he's out of breath and tired from like you know a little jaunt. Yeah, so, it's enough to make Jack snap. Yeah, Jack's like you son of a bitch, and he's uh, and this is this is another thing. Okay, so Jack's wildly out of breath. Mm-hmm. He needs a nap. He's slimy, um, and he's like you stated, locks twenty yards away. Oh. <laughs> Jack <laughs> gets whatever he's got left and puts in a sprint and a tackle. And Locke just it just like like he sees him coming, <laughs> like, like you couldn't. Dodge or anybody else could have stopped Jack. He's got no power right now. He's like, oh, that, that's why Locke didn't dodge. He's like, this ain't gonna let him get it out. This ain't gonna. <laughs> I, I got this coming, I guess. So let him let him tire himself out like a toddler. The weirdest point to me though is that right after that title sequence hits, this is all cold open yep. for a t- modern show. No cold open would go on this long. It, you it, got a minute and a half tops. It's like, yeah. Se- yeah, it's like seven minutes. You know, your memory kind of changes to make things a little bit more modern or, you know, changes to something that you've heard a bunch of times. When I'm thinking of the loss, like, wah, I'm thinking of like the modern trailer sound that we always hear yeah Yeah. this is way more trumpet uh (laughs) with a little plunger than i was prepared for (laughs) and i just i just cracked up and i was like wow that is not the sound that i remember (laughs) hearing over and over and over for six years at all Jack collapses and then like he's being tended to uh he tells Kate and Saeed about Boone's like sort of mumblings as he was dying something about like Locke doesn't want me to tell anybody the hatch blah 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 blah. cut to a flashback uh it's a mosque we assuming that this is Sydney now Saeed's hot roommate at this thing like beautiful eyes I did wonder though when they cut to it and it's mid ceremony or mid service Uh I'm sitting back going this is 2005 how accurate to an Islam service like yeah. just because my brain is going oh if you, you you could literally just be saying all the cliche things that would never be in a right actual all, Islamic... all the phrases that non-muslims know exactly <laughs> yeah it's like this Where... is um this is this is prayer um but yeah Said's friend notices him while they're at prayer uh catches up with him after the after prayers and they're like hey man you know they're hugging it out kissing it on the cheek all that stuff they're gonna it's like we should catch up you know hey how's your girl oh she's dead my bad <laughs> <laughs> we should hang out anyway yeah yeah let's make this not awkward come meet my incel roommates <laughs> yeah they go to the apartment they're just like drinking beer eating pizza playing i think it was half-life <laughs> Just smoking up that room. That is like real classic, like backstory of like they killed my love. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. they the big they mm-hmm. capital T. Um, but yeah, like that's sort of the vibe here is that like they're hanging out. Assam is Said's friend. His his roommates are kind of like, mm, who's this guy? And he's like, oh, this is my dude Said. And he's like, oh, well, you know, this is the best we can afford. You know, it's like it, it's it's it sort of lays that foundation of like. Oh, these guys have a chip, you know, these guys have an axe to grind, Mm -hmm. something like that. And it's not just like a specific, like, oh, I got fired. They do say that Sydney is expensive. And I did look it up and it is, the cost of living is about 10% higher than it is in LA. So I I can say that, yeah, it's 
it's re- it's pretty expensive. Sure, yeah, yeah. Okay. They're chatting and stuff like that. Oh, but the smoke, the smoke is a, is an issue here because like Saeed notices that the smoke detector is not going off, despite the fact that these guys are just like sucking down darts. Which did make me wonder how dumb are the people? Like, how long has that been in there? And how dumb are these people? Like, oh, that we've lived yeah. here for six months and the fire alarm's never gone yeah, off. Yeah, like here's the thing: it's 2023, and like in America, you can't smoke inside most places anymore, and you just make the assumption that you're not supposed to smoke inside places. Hmm. So, like, I, I have a hard time thinking about it. But like, even back when this show was on the air in college, when I used to smoke, I wouldn't try to smoke inside because my apartment had a smoke detector. <laughs> like, yeah. I wouldn't even try it. And they're literally like six feet. Oh, yeah, from that, that smoke, he, smoke he's detector. damn near right underneath the thing. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a wild thing to have happen. But then, so like Saeed's like, oh look, it's not going off, and he brings a cigarette, he puts it right by, then he like opens it up and finds a bug, and he's like, hey, yeah, man. and he threw the bug in the guy's drink, yeah, yeah and yeah, yeah. which like the guy was mad, and I was like, yeah, he's probably mad that he ruined this dude's drink, yeah, <laughs> threw this piece of filthy electronics in my beer. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think it was beer. It had some sort of carbonation, it seemed. Because I thought it was kind of like kind of out of character for like these guys are supposed to be like fundamentalist terrorists, whatever. Generally, mm-hmm. they adhere to the more orthodox parts of religion: no drinking, no smoking, no sex. Mm. And so, like, I thought to myself, like, this is weird for maybe, these. Just maybe it's and- a little hidden note on like these characters in in particular are hypocritical, uh, right? Well, you be. know, following the rules that they want to yeah, maybe. could have been ginger ale too I yeah guess. could have been ginger ale we're <laughs> <laughs> like judging these, <laughs> these based on a, a vague a vaguely vague knowledge of his own carbonated and, beverage yeah exactly it's like I, I just assumed it was beer because they were smoking cigarettes. Like, like yeah, because yeah. me, it's like I would have to be. Well, like and they're in big glass styles yeah, yeah, too. too yeah. So, and Pete's, I don't know, whatever. and video yeah. games. Just you know, Assam tries to establish his bona fides to to his buddies, <laughs> and uh, he proves it by pulling this bug out of the smoke detector. And he's like, "You guys are being listened to. You know, use your heads or whatever." Which they clearly don't, as I go watching through this episode, just in how they address talk about bombings and stuff in wide open public. Places. I mean, and the other thing too is obviously the CIA told him that that bug was there. Yeah. I mean, he right. probably would have found it anyway. But they're like, hey, in order to ingratiate yourself with them, we put this yeah, in yeah. here. Find, find our quote, find our listening device, and that'll you know do a lot of goodwill building for it for you in in the group. The agents told Saeed that they're pretty sure that they have like a certain amount of C four, yeah. like a certain amount mm-hmm. of C four has gone missing. C four, yeah, yeah. Go back to the beach. Uh, Son and Charlie are trying to get Claire to rest. A lot of people in this episode not getting enough sleep is what I'm... Yeah, I'm no a, Jack no doesn't doubt. get enough no sleep. Doubt. Claire doesn't get enough sleep. Yeah. I mean, I remember that later on. Uh, they're like, oh, man, Claire's gone crazy. And I watched this episode. I was like, Claire was always a little, yeah. a little unhinged. Pretty, pretty yeah. unhinged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this, you could at least shock up to. She just had a baby. She's a little postpartum. You would never believe that she had just had a baby based on the size of that baby. No. Like that was the only yeah. thing I wrote down. I was like, in all caps, that is not a newborn baby. The baby's yeah, yeah. head was the size of like a basketball. <laughs> It's like, that's not a fucking newborn. Don't give me that shit. Charlie's like, let me watch the baby, take a nap. Nobody's going to take the baby. It'll be fine. Here on Lost and Lost, we haven't yet seen the episode in which Charlie's a baby napper, but he has been accused of being a baby napper several times by other characters. So I just thought those were bold words coming from a future baby napper. Continues on the beach. Shannon's just sitting by herself and Locke walks up and is like, hey. Sorry about your... 
Sorry, brother, man. Sorry, I killed your brother or whatever. Here's his backpack. I didn't look in it. Still, by the way, drenched in that blood. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. <laughs> and the hours have passed, I think, at this point, it's safe to say. It's either hours or all of this has happened in real time. And yeah. we're like, it's been 15 minutes <laughs> since the funeral. One thing I did notice in this scene that I ended up noticing every time I see her talk. Mm-hmm. Fucking Shannon is so heavily 80 yard in this mm in this thing like the rest of them match pretty solid but hers the voice is not matching what i'm seeing her face doing i i think it's especially bad whenever they try to shoot dialogue near the near the the water near the water yeah Yeah. and and i think maggie grace especially compared to some of the other actors has a the softer Mm -hmm. softer voice and yeah i'm sure they i'm sure they just got lost oh yeah oh he he says during this he's like i you know i hope you can forgive me for you know my part yeah, the forgiveness is not a big trait of any of the characters on this show. Very big on holding grudges. Continuous on to the caves. Shannon finds Saeed and she's like, I need you to do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> very, that, that's not a very threat. vague call to like violence. Very vague. Do something about John Locke. Okay, like I know she's in shock and stuff. And we don't know a ton about Shannon like... So we can't, I can't necessarily say if this is like out of character for her or something, but I feel like it probably is because she's just like, hey, I know we like either just had sex or probably just had sex or or made out and did some over the pants stuff recently. (laughs) Can you fucking murder this guy for me? (laughs) Yeah, I've had stranger requests. (laughs) What? (laughs) What? I feel like that's its own podcast. Is what are Nick's strange requests? Oh uh, continuous out of the beach. Kate is tending to Jack. She's like, "Here, drink this juice. You're gonna be okay." He's like, "I can't. I got stuff to do. Doctor business, whatever." Uh, and then he tries to get up, and he's like, "Oh, wait a minute." <laughs> this is when Kate's doing some of her shady shit for good. Usually, usually. Did this happen and I do? Didn't she drug her husband? Did I do Carter's yes. first appearance on Lost on Lost? Yes. She but just, I ground up sleeping pills yeah. and put it in your juice. Man. So like this is on brand for Kate. Just like straight up drugging people. Like, <laughs> it's also on on brand for Jack is just like not listening to anybody. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, the doctor. Yeah. Not really a great leader yeah. no. at, yeah, yeah, at yeah. all. Just kind of being a nuisance yeah. through this whole episode. Yeah. Just like, what's the best thing you can do as a leader? Fly off the handle. No. <laughs> Let's review. Get an appropriate amount of rest so you can look at this logically. No, I don't need to do that. And Kate also being like, we need you to rest because we need your leadership. No, you don't. Yeah. No, you need no. him to rest because you need a doctor oh, yeah. on site. Sure. Yeah. While he's asleep, Hurley's leadership will be just fine. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, uh, in, in fact, better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so she puts some pills in his juice and he's uh, he's going, going night night. Cut to the caves. Locke's finally washing up. Thank yes. God. In the drinking water. <laughs> the entire reason they moved to the caves was to have a source of fresh water to drink. And Locke's just rinsing Boone's blood off in it. You fucking dork. The next thing that happens is Saeed approaches. Uh, and he's just like, hey, man, remember that plane you were talking about? The Beechcraft? Maybe there's parts in radio we could salvage. Why don't you take me out there? Locke's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He also like points out his scar. He's yeah. like, "Where'd you get that?" 
He's like, a war wound. He's like, it looks surgical. It's a war wound. Like I said, a war wound. It's <laughs> like, like, dude, just say, like, dude, I'm missing a kidney. Like, I donated a kidney. Like, I had my appendix out. Yeah, like the unnecessary sarcastic, oh, it's a war wound. It was an emotional war in this w- emotional war that I fought with my stepfather. Shut up, dude. Like, stolen Balor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Said was in, yeah, Said was in a war. And yeah, maybe Locke doesn't know that, but what the fuck, dude? I know that his relationship with Anthony Cooper is contentious and all that, and like there's a lot of bullshit that happened there. And in a lot of ways, you know, Locke is the victim. And I don't want to be blame do victim blaming, uh, even though Locke is being annoying here. But yeah, just like we're here 40 days in, you know, we're still getting to know each other. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, maybe let those maybe let those walls down a little bit, you know. Especially hey. for something innocuous when everyone thinks you just murdered someone. Yeah, like maybe, yeah, maybe, build, again, build some goodwill <laughs> by being open and honest. Because everyone's, again, guard is up. Saeed doesn't think there's any plane. Saeed yeah. clearly thinks right. John yeah. Locke somehow killed this man. Yeah, and even if he didn't, like, murder him or whatever, he's still responsible. Yeah. So, yeah, they go to the jungle. They're out there. Um, they're verbally sparring a little bit, like the interrogator versus the liar type of thing, like, going on and saying. Oh, by the way, they immediately cut to this scene of them walking through the jungle. Yeah. And Locke is wearing a brown shirt. He was wearing the mm-hmm. blood, bloody white shirt. Yep. And then he washes the bloody white shirt. Yeah. And then he just changed it into a different shirt. You couldn't have done that sooner. You didn't have time to like put on that brown shirt earlier. Go to your tent and change and then do your laundry later when other shit's not going on. They arrive at the plane. Somewhere along the line in here is Saeed's like, no, I I think there is a plane. You know, like if he starts to believe the story, he doesn't believe, he doesn't trust Locke, but he's starting Mm -hmm. to believe a certain amount of whatever. Come to a flashback. Assam and Saeed discuss their terrorist plot in broad daylight in public. (laughs) Yeah. While playing. With the, um, and it's like, it's like the Eiffel Tower in Paris, the, um, <laughs> the, the Sydney Opera House. The Sydney Opera House is visible no matter where you are in Sydney. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Yeah, I was looking at that and I was just like, man, nice work. Green screening the Sydney skyline around this <laughs> grove of trees in what is clearly a park in Honolulu. <laughs> But I guess you gotta make do. Assam is going to be a martyr for the cause. Uh, he's gotten the word from the leader of the cell, Haddad, but he he doesn't think that he has the courage to follow through. So we cut to Saeed talking to his handlers, and he's like, "I think I can get my buddy out of this. He's not, you know, he's not a true believer. He's a lot on the fence. Like this is whatever. Like let me get this guy out." And they're like, "Nah, fuck all that. <laughs> we need we need him to blow shit up." Which again, for this time, showing well, they don't the CIA going no. We need him to blow well, it up. Well, they need him to get the bomb. They yeah. don't want him to actually go through with the attack. Yeah, but yeah. they do need him to get the bomb. Because in their mind, stopping the attack is more important. Yeah, they, they say, like, these things out. are all cellularized and everything like that. We have no hope of getting to, like, the big thing. Right now, our only goal is event prevention. Yeah. If we can stop the bombing, that's a victory. So they're like, you got to let him get the bomb. And th- and that's, I was like, okay, so yeah, so, like, he's going to be arrested. Like, And, and, and honestly, that logic is is sound because if he doesn't do it somebody else will and this whole this whole operation is just for nothing right so you got to get the c4 uh they threaten nadia they're like oh well if you don't go through this we'll just arrest her and she's done nothing as far as i know which is bad yeah well that's where again the cia is made to look not great made to look accurate (laughs) they aren't great um but we do cut back to the beach and charlie can't get turnip head to stop crying (laughs) she's just like walking up and down the beach singing to the baby um hurley's like hey man those aren't the words it's like oh that was the problem (laughs) Um, (laughs) 
But then so Hurley tries singing um was James Brown. James yeah. Brown. Yeah. Yep. Which let's scream at this child. That'll make things right. better. Oh, I'm out of ideas, bro. Okay, your idea sucked, but I'm glad like, you're out of them. I was like, this is funny. It arguably made things worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> then we cut on back to the jungle. Locke and Saeed are at the beach craft. They find some heroin. This was the only part that I did remember from my original watch through. And I wrote down, don't let the Hobbit see that heroin. Yeah. All those little Virgin Mary statues ain't gonna. That's a shitload of heroin. Yeah, we've, we've established yeah. that there's a shitload of heroin on this island. And and again, like Locke being like the fake tracker that he is, he's like, <laughs> oh yeah, we found this plane full of sta- little statues of the Virgin Mary filled with heroin. I think, you know, from what I can tell, possibly these people were smugglers. And it's like, oh, yeah, no kid. Way to jump to conclusions there, John. <laughs> like how you know this wasn't a legit heroin moving operation <laughs> <laughs> this is a perfectly fine cia sanctioned heroin ring it's all fine um what about second heroin <laughs> saeed's like i'm gonna go check out the radio um they chat a little bit more some more verbal sparring but then saeed is like oh hey fyi uh, here's the reason why i don't trust you you have a gun that you didn't tell anybody about lock has a glock uh, again I, I think lock does a pretty good job here of playing his game he's just like he gives him the gun maybe he doesn't trust saeed or anything but he also doesn't believe the saeed's just gonna shoot him so he's yeah. just like here here's the gun you know i found it with a body probably from this smuggler's plane i do have to do the jp part of mm-hmm. pointing out a gun inaccuracy uh-huh. saeed has the gun yep fucking pointed at him mm-hmm. is like give me the information and it had to had to have been a network note because all of a sudden you hear a click yeah he cocks and it's, the hammer. it's like there's no hammer to cock on that gun you've Locked seen the back yeah. of it and it's flat already block doesn't have a hammer that's right yeah see you don't need jp every week <laughs> also um said takes the gun <laughs> from john Locke. And then has the nerve to point it at John Locke. Mm-hmm. And John Locke is like, oh, shoot. You know what? I had a really good joke. And now I now I just lost it. Maybe maybe you, can, you guys can just cut that out. Sure. I, it's not a good. It's, it, 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 I, can't it remember, good I can't remember my joke anymore. Sometimes it helps to write those things down. Yeah, I know. You know what? I had it. <laughs> no, you know what? I came up with it while we were sitting here. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, like that second heroin joke that I just did. I just thought of that now. <laughs> <laughs> oh all right john Locke is and then john Locke is like hey that's not your gun that's Chekhov's gun <laughs> that's my joke <laughs> that was worth the wait huh absolutely oh man oh, i couldn't come up with that <laughs> Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, here we are. Uh, Locke also here uh, gives him a piece of He's like, oh, you know, I told you a couple things that you knew. Here's something you don't know. Way back in the day when you were trying to do your transceiver thing, you got hammered by an unknown person and your little radio got broke. That was me. So he's like, 
what the fuck? <laughs> this, this is not how you ingratiate someone who's got a gun pointed you just, at you. You just handed me a gun. Right. And, then and you, now you're handing yeah, me and you told the me, And then you admitted to be the guy who did the thing that, like, I'm probably the most pissed about over the past five weeks. You get the idea. It's like, okay, Locke has no vested interest in getting off the island. Everybody else does. He's like, you guys are so focused on getting off the island, you're not thinking about the big picture. It's like, what? what is Locke's big picture? Just live here forever? In this part, Saeed also asks more about the hatch and Locke lies. He's like, hey, Boone said something about the hatch. He's like, oh, planes got two hatches. <laughs> one at the front, one at the back. Could have been one of them, don't you see? And Saeed has already said, like, I know when you're lying. You're right. Yeah. 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 Cut to a flashback. Uh, Again, it's more openly talking yeah. bombing in a daylight public yeah. place with people six feet away from him, really. Yeah. yeah. And Saeed's just working us on. He's trying to build up his courage. Trying, like, he's, he's focused on, like, he's very, very worried about Nadia being caught up in whatever. So he's, like, willing to put a, a, Assam's life on the line to get to Nadia. Uh, Assam has objections. His objections of it uh, to the thing are not necessarily about his convictions of the cause or his belief that, you know, he is actually like protesting something important or whatever. Like uh, he's, he doesn't want innocent people to die. Like mm-hmm. he has, you know, Every life is sacred. Right, he's got a conscience there. They make him out to be the most noble of terrorists. Right. Try, maybe maybe try to create some nuance back in 2004 <laughs> in, the, in the conversation. I don't know. But Saeed agrees to martyr with Assam to get him to go through it. He's like, hey, I lost my girl too, man. So I know what you're going through. Like, <laughs> We'll do this together. <laughs> My girlfriend died, man, and like I'm really broke up about it. No, no, I just broke up with my girlfriend too, man. That's <laughs> I know what you're going through. <laughs> uh, we'll come back to the beach. Uh, Shannon is going through Boone's bag. Uh, Saeed comes up and sort of gives her the skinny on her on her little bounty. He's like, okay, like yeah, Locke's full of shit, but like he didn't kill Boone. Like I, it was an accident, so like I'm not gonna kill Locke. And she's like, you fucking pussy. <laughs> <laughs> and then she like runs away she's like whatever forget it no more over the pants handy for you exactly cut to the raft construction area walt and michael and Jin are working on the new raft walt is clearly shook up about boone's death he and michael are talking about like oh you know what's gonna happen on the raft what's it what about sharks what, oh we're not gonna die it's like well boone died it's like so the kid's messed up about it too which i think is perfectly fine while they're just chatting charlie comes up with onion head um turnip head Whatever. <laughs> Excuse me. You have a child. You must know how to silence this thing. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, I need to find son. Like, Charlie knows Jin doesn't speak English. <laughs> like, everybody knows it. Everybody knows Jin doesn't speak English. He said good. He's picking he up. Yes, good. like, he doesn't speak yeah. English. Like, hey, where's son? It's like, also, a couple of days ago, they just had this huge public fight about the bikini and the, her speaking. He fucking idiot. <laughs> I'm whatever. <laughs> Sawyer walks up and he's like, hey, shut that baby up. I'm a sexy Cajun. Yeah. Uh, oh, mon ami. Why don't you shut that baby up before I make him into a crawdad or whatever. And it works. It shuts the baby up. <laughs> yeah, the baby, the baby is soothed by the sound of Sawyer's voice. And so this actually leads to kind of like a funny little visual gag where Stop following Sawyer me, wanders. Yeah, and Charlie just like excitedly walks after him. Like, so that was kind of funny. Cut to the beach. Uh, Jack wakes up. This is another funny thing here. I made you some soup. What's in it? Chloroform? Ha. Huh? <laughs> 
I did wonder how long has Kate been sitting there watching him sleep? She must not have been. Yeah. Because he is like dealing with the soup and then he realizes that the key that he's been wearing around his neck is missing. So like Kate must have drugged him and then just be like, well, he's not going anywhere. (laughs) Immediately knows that the key is. Uh, So I didn't remember that he had this key around his neck. Sure. I was just thinking, you know, maybe the key was like hanging on his little hut or something, right? It was funny to me that he was just like, the key's gone. Immediately upon waking up from a drugged stupor is so sharp on it. Absolutely stunning because it it takes me about 15 minutes of just like wandering around my apartment after waking up from not (laughs) drugged sleep to be like, oh right, I live in Burbank. (laughs) And and now like with knowing that it was around his neck, like nobody went like, oh, well maybe you dropped it while you were tackling fools <laughs> yeah, why, on the beach. Why don't we retrace your step? Let's go over to Boone's gravesite no, and look yeah. 15 feet away. Immediately, yeah, immediately yeah. foul play. Then he also immediately jumps to Locke, who we haven't really seen around the camp at all. Right, he's been all. the entire day. And if anyone's going to be watching to make sure Locke doesn't get near Jack, it's right now. All of a sudden, some pretty bold assumptions are being made. But yeah, the, the key's gone. Shannon took it and she goes to go get a gun out of the uh, the Zero Halliburton gun case. She's not supposed to know where this case is, hypothetically, which I was wondering to myself, and I, I looked at Lostpedia to confirm it, but I was like, at this point, the only people that are supposed to know where the guns are, are like Jack and I think Kate, Saeed, and Locke. I think they're the only four who are supposed to know where the case is. So I was like, how'd Shannon figure this out? She sexted out of Saeed. Yeah, while well, she was giving Ooh. her that over-the-pants handy. She was like, is there any important information that I need to know? And he's like, well, There's a gun case in the, in the forest. Oh, man, the listener, I wish you could have seen the face Carter was making while he was doing that voice. <laughs> well, and I think it's Saeed yeah. that comes up right away and it's like, no, it's not. It's not Locke, it's Kate. Right. It, or, uh, um, yeah, it's Shannon. Uh, Shannon. Yeah, he's like, oh, oh, this is one of those things that, like, information that should be shared. She asked me earlier today to kill Locke because she thought that he killed Boone. Um, and I I probably should have told somebody, but I didn't say anything about it till just now. <laughs> we have a commercial, and then we cut back to a flashback. It's time for the attack. Uh, Saeed comes out of a building, and Haddad just pulls up the van. It's like, hey, it's go time. Let's go. When the van pulled up, I thought it was the CIA coming I to swipe did too. him. I kind of yeah, yeah. Like, that felt like a very CIA move as opposed to... Yeah, like, they're going to jump on. Like, hey, we missed it. They're like, it's already going. We got to go. Like, But no, Haddad pulls up and brings Assam and Saeed to the location. There's a, a box truck filled with C4. Basically all of it? I think it's got to be all of it, right? Like, that's a lot of... It's a lot of C4. Haddad gives him a pistol as well. He's like, hey, if something goes wrong, shoot your way out, I guess. Or With this one pistol? He bails Assam and say, get in the truck. And they're like, all right, man. Side's like, hey, jigs up. The CIA wanted me to find this bomb. Like, you bail. Like, 10 minutes, man. Just run. At the end of the day, he's, like, not getting away. But... You know, maybe at this point you could argue that he was not going through with his plan, right? Like he bailed on the sure, plan. Yeah, he could uh, at least have turned into an informant himself, right? But Sa- Saeed tells him that he's like, "Hey, here's the scoop. My girlfriend's not dead. <laughs> um, she's just missing, and the CIA was going to help me find her uh, if I helped them get this bomb." Assam's like, "That's fucked up, dude," and he kills himself. Mm-hmm. And then we cut back to the jungle. Kate and Jack and Saeed are looking for. Shannon, Jack collapses and Kate like tries to help him up and Saeed runs on. He finds Shannon. Shannon has Locke at gunpoint 
Kate and Jack then catch up. They try and defuse the situation. It's like, hey, you know, it's all, it's fine. Like, it's just chill. Like, come on, this isn't, you don't want to do this. You know, uh, what is it? Said says something like, if you do this, you can't undo it. But you can see him slowly start to like slide toward her as she's like staring down Locke. And then he tackles her just as she pulls the trigger and wings John Locke in the forehead. I kind of didn't write any more notes other than that because like <laughs> yeah. Shannon almost just fucking shot Locke in the face. Yeah. We don't do too much what if on the show, but like, mm-hmm. man, what if Shannon just like shot Locke in the face and he was like dead? There's, mm. there's no jail on this island. What, what do you, yeah, what like, do, you what do, do you do? Like, like if she, if they, if Saeed didn't tackle her in time and they're like, well, Shannon, you can't just go around killing Locke. And then what do they do? Like, just like, hey, no more gun privileges for Shannon. Like she doesn't get to touch the guns anymore. You wouldn't necessarily execute her. Right, right, there. right. It's like, well, you I killed Locke. you would kind of bill a like. Yeah. The, do you, build you a basically cage are, in the caves? are like probation, like yeah, constant like, surveillance. You're on probation. you're on house arrest, but your house is this island. So like, yeah, so nothing for your life has changed. That was buck wild. Banishment, yeah, mm-hmm. exile, exile. Go yeah. live, go live with Rousseau. <laughs> they do end on a on a happy note with uh, sitting around. Sexy Cajun reading. Oh yeah, we cut to, from driver. here. We cut to the beach. Yeah, Char- Charlie and Sawyer are reading to uh, to the baby. Yeah, it's Sawyer's reading out of like a, yeah, like a car and driver, just like this, like the ad copy for like some sort of muscle car. And Claire comes up and he's like, "Shut up!" Like Sawyer's reading to the baby, and Sawyer's like incredibly patient here. This is not something I would uh, have thought Sawyer would have done, but it's it is self serving because he doesn't want to listen to the baby cry. So it's like okay, I buy that. But then like, how long was he reading to this baby? Also, how long has Claire been asleep? Weeks. Like, how much time has happened Weeks. in this episode? <laughs> that same night, Kate comforts Saeed because Saeed needs comforting. Shannon's brother just died. Yes. Yeah. Like yesterday. And Saeed's the one who needs comforting because- Well, it's his episode. Yeah, yeah but yeah. His, his flashbacks are going on right uh, now. Well- <laughs> it's <laughs> like i know you're going through a lot of shit remembering the time that sam killed himself in front of you so like i'm gonna rub your back and just be with you yeah he almost <laughs> saw john Locke get shot in the face which i don't think would have bothered him that much no yeah no, i don't yeah. yeah probably not do you want me to grind up some sleeping pills and put them in your juice yeah yeah <laughs> that's okay it's like oh you don't look like you're feeling that great would you like to take a drug and do <laughs> snap will that make you feel better because that's the one thing i'm good at <laughs> that's uh, making things go boom oh boise after the saeed comforting thing we cut to a flashback saeed they give him the flight he's like hey yeah your girlfriend lives in irvine um you know here's a flight two hours from now ago and then they're like what's gonna happen to Assam? we're gonna cremate him he's like muslim men are supposed to be buried he's like well we're not doing that nobody knows he's like i will claim the body put me on tomorrow's flight and so like this is how saeed ends up on 815 by tending to Assam's body if he wouldn't have dealt with that, if he would have just went to after Nadia right away, he never would have ended up on the island. This is the type of thing that I would mm. have preferred to see when we're finding out how people get on the plane. And we get some of these here and there. Like, mm-hmm. we find out how Locke got on A15 because he got sent back from his walkabout. We, got, we find out how Sawyer ended up on A15 because he got arrested and deported and shit like that. When when we go to these things, it's always involuntary yeah. in some way yeah, or another. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And that's, that's what I like to say. I, I'm, I'm happy to see people involuntarily being 
happenstance forced onto A15, which I think is, is is neat. So he he made a decision to do right by his friend. We come back to the caves. John Locke is tending to his forehead wound. He got a light, man. And <laughs> Saeed comes up and he's like, yeah, that was really cute earlier about the, oh, there might be a hatch on either end of the plane, but like- Where's the hatch? Where's the hatch? Cut the shit. Yeah. No more lies. Knock it off. <laughs> I still have that gun. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're doing this. And that's it. And that's the greater good. The greater good. Did we like it? Was it good? That's the question we're trying to figure out. Nick, kick it off. This felt like more like a follow up. Like we're transitioning from the last episode was dramatic. Now we're transitioning to like the hatch part of this season. Sure. It was, I think, a transitional episode. Does that make it bad? Not necessarily. Mm-hmm. You kind of have to have those in, in uh, these lengthy seasons. Mm-hmm. This episode didn't excite me terribly, okay. though. Sure. Sure. Okay. Give it a meh. Yeah. Meh. Uh, cards? I'm going to agree with the meh just because it seemed like two, the flashback and the current were both too intense where I would have liked a little more dichotomy between the two. Sure. No, these are both very intense things. And should perhaps be more focused on individually, like Saeed's backstory. I think it would have been nice to have like a gradient, like the A plot be really yeah. heavy and then the B plot be less so heavy and then the C plot be yes. fairly lighthearted. And I didn't think we needed the baby bit. That wasn't even like a C plot. That was like a D plot. Yeah. Like we have an A plot, a B plot, and then a D plot. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. The C plot is trying to get Jack to rest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's fair. You know, Adam, what 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 did uh what do you think of this? What's your thoughts? I didn't like this. I don't necessarily know if it's the episode. I think it's. I got distracted by the content of it, the mm. terrorism, the post nine eleven CIA covert intelligence bombing plot, globe trotting stuff. Yeah. Like I was sitting there, I was thinking like this is this is like dime store homeland. This is like homeland at its worst. I didn't like Homeland at its worst. I loved Homeland at its best, but that's also a show about that. Mm. Like, Loss is not about that. Yeah, this is just way too heavy of a thing, and you're not going to handle it with enough nuance to really be useful or meaningful to me as a as a television yeah. viewer. And so, like this, just it just screams of like, hey, it's 2004. Don't forget Iraq. terrorists. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. like, so I I think I I would say no. I did not like it. That doesn't mean it's bad. Yeah. I think that yeah, the D plot is like oh, oh, so meaningless. Yeah, transitional. That's a good word for it too. Because yeah, I know what happens before this. I know where we're headed from here. This kind of felt like. Hey, uh, heads up, we're heading into the end of the season. So this is the last we're dealing with any of like the soap opera over the pants jerk offs <laughs> um, and interpersonal stuff. We're go- we're we're wrapping it up now. Yeah, it's, yeah. Ha- it's hatch time. This it's is about to get We, we spent yeah. 15 episodes talking about the hatch. It's hatch time. Even that baby plot line is just it. Even that is transitional to get us a little bit more invested in the Charlie Claire relationship. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Eight, yeah, eight, no doubt. He's eight. trying to be a good guy and let her get some sleep and watch the kid and All right, cool. Well, there we go then. Kind of a kind of a mixed bag on that. Um then let's get into the uh, the next part of it. The lost MVP, our favorite character of the episode who who was doing the heavy lifting? Who who made us smile? Who made us happy? Who who made everybody happy? Uh, Nick, why don't you kick it off? Lost. Oh, man. 
Uh, this is a real tough one for me on this episode. Obviously, Saeed-centric. I was leaning Saeed, but mm. let me tell you why. Let me tell you why Saeed gets knocked off the list. Okay. And uh, that is because this episode came out on my 20th birthday. I am now 37 and 255 days old. <laughs> Which makes me 77 days older than Naveen Andrews when this episode came out. Okay. And that's just like a little tough pill to swallow. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so... Naveen Andrews was almost 40 when he was on Lost. He was 37 years old? He was 37, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, if 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 my math is all correct. That is a which is, is it's possibility if it's that actually not. because of how hot and not forty he looks. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you had told me he was early thirties, I'd be like, okay. Yeah, I get that. Uh, thirty-one you know. I'd be like, oh yeah, yeah. He looks He's lived a life, yeah. he's done some things, but he, he ain't got gray in there. He he, the any... character is actually forty, uh, according to Lost Pedia. So I will say that the MVP is Sawyer for getting that baby to stop crying. <laughs> he's like he's the one person who improved the situation sure. on the island that yep. day. Yep. The only one. That's fair. My, yep, that's I true. I have to respectfully disagree with you there. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So, that, so then Carter, who's your MVP then? Who made... Well, see? again, like Nick said, very Saeed heavy episode, but it was yeah. heavy. It was dark. Yeah, and yeah. You had to see him do some sketchy, shady shit. My lost MVP is Kate. For fucking drugging Jack, <laughs> so I didn't have to deal. the The entire time I'm watching him, I'm like, "You whiny, petulant little bitch of a child who is nothing." Thank God, Kate drugged you and put you to sleep, so we could take twenty minutes away from dealing with Jack. That's fair. Yeah, no, you know, uh, and that, that again that improved the situation for everyone else for on the, the audience, island. especially so we don't have to put up with Jack for half the episode. But Adam, who's your lost MVP? I am going to go ahead and give it to Saeed. Throughout both the flashbacks and the main plot, he was doing his best pragmatism, like trying to do the smartest move, not just for himself, but like for the- The greater good? In the flashbacks, the greater it was- good. The greater good. Exactly, the greater good. In the flashbacks, yes, it was very self-serving, but it had good symptoms. It's like, yes, he's doing it because he's trying to get information on Nadia, but it will- save lives and then you know in the island plot you know trying to figure out what Locke's deal is and try to sweep away some of the secrecy around his nonsense and all that so yeah so i'm gonna give it to saeed but for every yin there's a yang for every good there's a bad for every uh, time there's a season uh, every rose has a thorn <laughs> etc um lost forever who is our least least favorite character of the episode who made things worse by their presence uh who is out here out here just fucking up nick boone spent the whole episode dead this is true so that was kind of uh not not that cool of him but 
But I mean, it's obviously Jack, right? I mean, he's supposed to be the leader. He starts out the episode wandering through the woods, apparently, you know, looking looking for Locke, coming back. uh, You know, he has to be found completely disheveled. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I've gone out on more treacherous hunts for Pokemon (laughs) than he was doing and tries to oversee the worst funeral of all time. Goes Shallow like, grave I need on to, a beach. I man. need to. And and what is he? What is he saying that he needs to stay awake for? He's just like, I need to lead. No, uh, one, you don't. Really? And two, what do you think you're doing here? Yeah. You're like the producer that shows up and like, oh, what if we uh, to justify your job? Yeah. Yeah. You're the producer uh, who walks on set is like, when Saeed points that gun at Locke, he should. He should cock the hammer, right? Cock the hammer. <laughs> Make sure we know he means business. There's no hammer on that gun. None. Yeah. I mean, and then he gets shrugged mm-hmm. and falls asleep. Yeah. Just the worst mm-hmm. in this episode. Yeah. And he is supposed to be our hero. Yeah. Carter, what do you think? There were a few in this episode who I thought could have been could have been lost forever. Sure. You have Hurley screaming at a baby. Aww. You know, you've got you've got that you put him in contention for that. You've you've got that morbid little child, and then you realize no, he's he's trying to process. I'm I'm on board with yeah, that. Well, yeah, yeah. Jack's a great answer, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm stealing your thunder on this one because the CIA, the moment they're like, no, we need them to blow this shit up. That I'm like, uh, hold on, folks. Excellent you, answer. Get, you, you, <laughs> This is 2004. We're supposed to be changing hearts and minds, and and you're not trying to change hearts and minds here. That is such a good answer, Carter. I love that answer. Anyway, who who uh who's your loss forever? I'm going with a, a pair up. Yeah, Jack and Kate. Just the two of them, actually. Like mm. I think if you cut out anything they did in the episode, that everything that happens in the episode still happens because they don't save John Locke from getting hit by a bullet. Yeah. I mean, Jack if anything, tackling Locke doesn't change anything no. for what happens with him and Shannon and say like, and for a big chunk of it, the two of them are just yeah not in it. So like they're there in like the climax of the episode to bear there. witness, yeah. really. So like that's why I'm lost forevering the two of them because they just didn't do anything. It's like okay, you don't you never need the C plot in a lost episode. The C plot's almost comic, always comic relief of some sort. Like so, like the baby crying thing. Like to say you didn't need that. Well, of course you didn't need that. That's there to make what is an incredibly heavy episode not as heavy. <laughs> so you do need it mm-hmm. because it lowers the tension a little bit but like kate yeah kate and jackie i I really i feel like he didn't need him you can get the key stolen from him without him his involvement him that's the biggest thing that jack contributed was getting the key stolen from him and he didn't have to do anything he just had to take a nap well yeah you could you could literally just have him going through the you could have him in less than sawyer was in and going where's the key who took the key where's Locke? he must have taken the key Right. You open the episode with him collapsing, Kate, like, fireman carrying him back to the the thing. He's asleep because she doesn't even have to convince him to take a nap. He's actually yeah. passed out. Just throws him in his tent. Then she fucks off somewhere. The rest of the episode happens. The next time he wakes up is close to the end of the thing. He's like, oh, my God, the key got robbed because I was asleep for six hours. And then Saeed, like, overhears that. And he's like, I bet Shannon did it. And then she, he runs off. And yeah. It's fine. So that's it. Kane Jack. Easy, easy targets, but whatever. I don't give a fuck. Nick. Yes. Thanks for taking the time. Thanks for joining us here on Lost on Lost. 
It was a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Do you have anything you want to plug? I would love to, you know, uh, just say, you know, go back and watch some or listen to some previous episodes of Lost and Lost because, Adam, you consistently say, as always, my co-host JP, uh, but JP's not here, which makes you a liar, not unlike John Locke. And um, I just want everybody to know that. Yeah. Wow. That's fair. Wow. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it the next time. I'm going to say it when JP's back. Uh, speaking of lying about JP being here, uh, Carter, thank you to you as well. For hey, taking the time glad to be here. Glad to help. Keep the show on the rails a little bit. Um, glad to have a positive male influence, you know, there to raise these kids right, listening along, you know. <laughs> Sure. Not not everyone runs away from me, kids. Some uh, of us stay. The work trip is over, like officially, and uh, we will be talking a little bit more about it in our next episode and uh, at a future date, probably sometime in uh, mid-March. If those of you out there have had questions about the work trip, they'll be answered. Uh, JP and I will talk about it. What's the opposite of ad nauseum? Because we're going to talk about it only just very, very briefly. <laughs> Briefly, I think. It's, <laughs> yeah, yeah we're, know. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll just go over a couple of things about it um, just so, you know, to sort of satisfy people's curiosity. Adam. Yeah. I mean, I won't be here, but what are you guys going to watch next time? That's a great question. Uh, if you're trying to be lost with us, please check us out next time. We will be talking about maternity leave featuring everyone's favorite brand new mama, Claire Littleton. Uh, and if we can get the logistics all worked out, we may have a very special guest or two joining us for that one. So make sure to check it out. And that's it. Uh, thank you to you, the audience, uh, for uh, for tuning in. Thank you to Nick for taking the time. Thank you to Carter for taking the time as well. I'm Carter. I'm Adam. Do you have any idea what's going on on this show? No. Neither do I. Lost on Lost is produced and edited by me and JP. We wish to acknowledge that we live, work, and produce our show on occupied land. Burbank, California is located on the traditional tribal lands of the Tongva, Chumash, Keech, and Fernandeño Tataviam peoples. Milwaukee, Wisconsin is located on the traditional tribal lands of the Peoria, Potawatomi, Miyama, and Ho-Chunk peoples. And Lost was produced in Hawaii on the lands of the Kanaka Maoli. Visit native-land.ca to learn more about the land you live and work on. You can engage with us on IG, Facebook, and Twitter at Lost on Lost One. You can also email us at wearelostonlost at gmail.com or support us with dollar monies at coffee.com slash wearelostonlost. Thanks to Lostpedia and its community of contributors, Danny Schmitz, Random.org, and as always, you the listeners for tuning in. We're hosted at Podbean. You can hear us there or wherever you get your podcasts, except MySpace. We're, we're not on MySpace. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> Ha, 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 ha,